All right, it's Wednesday, everybody. That means another edition, another installment of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this Wednesday, March the 11th, and a Thursday, March 12th. Thank you for listening. As we try to talk some football and Detroit Lions with you as we are just one week away from free agency and, man, oh, man, players moving, what the Lions will do. If you heard the show yesterday, Joe Thune and... Ted Karras, those are the guys that I think the Lions are going to go after to replace uh, Graham Glasgow. If you missed yesterday's show, it's up. We had a little technical difficulties. It's up. Check it out right here on Locked on Lions, at Locked on Lions on Twitter. Find us, of course, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. I want to talk about the Lions and and a couple of news and notes that have to do with the team. Number one, Snacks Harrison went on a Twitter rampage today. Not negative at all. He just answered a lot of questions and dove into some questions that uh, that, that that his followers had. And there were some interesting tweets from Snacks Harrison today on why he left the Lions. He says it was his decision. Also, Kyle Van Noy talked to Mike Garofolo from the NFL Network and is open to coming back to Detroit. He's a free agent. KVN. You know the Lions are going to make a play for him. Although, you know, to be honest, the Lions seem to love their linebackers, so I'm not necessarily saying that's going to happen. But, you know, he is a former Patriot, so let's not close the door on that. But but I got to start. How can I start this podcast? How can I talk football and not talk about this coronavirus thing? Because right now there is a pandemic uh, in our country and certainly in other countries as well, where you know things are changing around us. And so we have to ad- adapt. We have to adjust. Some of you listening right now have been told not to go to work, and you're working from home. Um, some of you are, are, are ill and sick um, and, and, and maybe needing to be tested for coronavirus. I mean, this is it, it's wild. And for us as sports fans, and one of the reasons why you listen to the podcast is to get away from a lot of the political stuff that goes on and current events and to talk about sports and and get ready for another Detroit Lions season here in 2020 in the fall. And you don't think about the fact that you might not be able to go to the games. Now, it seems like right now all of these venues... All of these arenas that are indoors, that are going to be housing the NCAA tournament, uh, the ACC tournament, Ivy League is shutting down their tournament. All of these, all of these venues are being basically told uh, you're not going to be filled because whether it's the NCAA, whether it's these conferences, they're telling people to stay home. They're telling people we cannot have large crowds, mostly indoors, at all right now while the coronavirus is spreading throughout our country. And the Lions are one of a handful of teams that plays their games indoors. So if, and again, we're a long ways away from preseason football in August and everything else. We're only in March. But it's kind of wild that, you know, should should I be talking about football right now? Should we be talking about the Lions and free agency and what, what they're going to do when, Around us right now, some of you may have friends, family who are ill, who are sick, who have been, uh, um, you know, exposed to the coronavirus. Whether it might be somebody at work, there have been a couple of cases here in Michigan. You might be listening to the podcast outside of the state right now. I know, you know, my brother lives in Ohio, and 
Uh, basically, the MAC tournament right now is going to be uh, played in front of just mostly friends, family, and, and media. You know, the NCAA tournament and the NCAA announced today that the NCAA tournament base is going to be played in front of no fans starting next week. So it's just, you know, it, it kind of makes you think, like, what's going on right now? And so I, I just wanted to spend a, a little bit of time touching on this subject because I, I almost feel a little bit dirty just breaking down Lions talk. When right now I think many of you don't care. I think many of you are going, oh my gosh, I, I know Matt Derry's going to talk about Darius Slay and Snacks Harrison and Kyle Van Noy and Matthew Stafford and all these things. But in reality, right now, we're being told, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. You might not be going to work. Somebody at your work is coughing a lot and has a fever. Do they have the coronavirus? It's scary. And in 2020 or 2020, it's it's hard to even fathom the fact that we're going through this and that we were so ill-prepared for this pandemic to hit us here in this country. It's embarrassing. We used to have a pandemic, you know, uh, crisis team that was put into place by our previous president and our current president nixed it, ended it, canceled it a couple of years ago. And now we're sitting here scrambling around. It's embarrassing. And I don't want to get all political. Sorry if I just did for a second here. But, you know, I, I still want to talk football. I still want to do mock draft Monday. I still want to talk about the Lions every day. But I think it would not be, I'd be doing my uh, my listeners a disservice if I didn't just touch on this for a second. The Lions play their games indoors. The Pistons play indoors. When the Pistons come back into town, are, are, are we going to be allowed to go? Are they shutting that down too to the to the general public and Red Wing games and everything else? Some of you might be not allowed to go to their high school games. I know the MHSAA is thinking about you know what they're going to do. For the MHSAA playoffs. Some people had said that the NCAA was contemplating canceling the tournament. Sports is what, we're, what we use to get away from these things. And now it's being affected. So it's, uh, it's a little wild, to say the least. So I just, I just wanted to touch on that very quickly. I, I didn't want to get too into it, but I couldn't help myself. Um, Snacks Harrison today. Very, very interesting. He decided to, on Twitter, at Snacks... Um, dive into, uh, you know, things that, uh, that, that are going on in his life, I, I guess, on Twitter and answer some of the fans' questions throughout the day today. And people were asking him who the funniest lion was and what about your contract and why did you leave? And then he got mad at people, <coughs> you know, and everything else, um, so, a guy by the name of At Lions SBC Champ asked Snacks today on Twitter, Hey man, thank you for everything you did for the city of Detroit and us fans. What's your honest opinion of Patricia, if you don't mind me asking? All right, so now we're going to start getting into it. Snacks opening up about what happened here in Detroit. What did Snacks respond with? Great mind needs more time and to adjust more to changing circumstances. So it doesn't sound like Snacks is destroying Matt Patricia at all. If you recall a couple of weeks ago, Snacks in sort of a goodbye tweet thanked the training staff, thanked 
his position coach, thanked Coach Pasqualoni, but never mentioned Matt Patricia. Here he says, great mind, needs more time and to adjust more to changing circumstances. Hmm. All right. Uh, No, sir, no bad terms at all. Leaving was my decision, so I harbor no ill feelings at all. As an individual said, it's a darn shame every guy leaves here on bad terms in Detroit. I wish you a better season elsewhere in Blessings, and you heard what he responded. He also said, the people of Detroit are amazing and forever a part of me. The Detroit Lions just weren't a good fit for me, so I had to move on. The extension wasn't what y'all think it was. I'll speak more on it when I retire. No need to now. My teammates know what happened. He went on to say that really he only got two extra million dollars last year and that the extension, which was supposed to kick in this year and pay him $11 million, really wasn't an extension. But he said there's no ill will toward the Lions. Detroit Sports Nation then wrote to him and said, Wait, you think it was 100% your decision? The Lions were not going to bring you back. No way. Granted, Bob Quinn is not the sharpest knife. So, Snacks wrote, that's because it wasn't as bad as I or the media made it out to be. When When you're used to 100, being 75 isn't glorious. Look at the full body of work. I always said I played bad, even during my All Pro year. This year's injuries hit me harder. But terrible? Nah, not even close. So Snacks is basically saying he played this season at 75% and not at 100%. Is is it as bad in the locker room as we've been led to believe that Tommy Scalf wrote Snacks? Snacks responded, quote, locker room wasn't a problem at all. Barely spent time in it, to be honest, for it to be a problem. End quote. (coughs) So Snacks is going, uh, going on and on here about his two years with the Lions. Wow. All right. I I, I could read more of these. Uh, I got a $2 million raise. The extension was folly. I got a return on my 2019 investment. It's business. Okay. Um, He gave a... He went off on sideline report. He... um, (laughs) I don't know. I mean... Here's the bottom line. Snacks Harrison is not going to throw anybody under the bus. He didn't rip, did not rip uh, Matt Patricia there. Uh, Someone asked him, this looks more of an issue with Wood than Quinn to him, Rod Wood. Snacks writes, quote, nah, Rod is the man. It's no issue with anyone. LOL, I keep saying that, end quote. So there it is. Snacks Harrison on his time with the Lions. And if you want to tweet to him at Snacks and try to get your own response and make news, go for it. He's on there right now answering questions. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, I had a back and forth with Charles Robinson from Yahoo Sports who covers the NFL and is a former, and is a Detroit guy. And I wouldn't say former Detroit guy. I want to read you some of those tweets next. Also, Kyle Van Noy, open to a return to the Lions. <laughs> We'll do it next on Lockdown Lions. All right, welcome back on this Tuesday, March the 11th, another edition of Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network. Follow me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked on Lions, and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Um, Charles Robinson, who covers the NFL for Yahoo Sports, national writer, very good writer, former Michigan State uh, University Spartan, former writer of the Free Press, all that good stuff. He tweeted today, 
Cowboys Byron Jones market starts at 16 to 17 million per season, according to teams I've spoken to. And that's without factoring whether it's an Oklahoma land rush for him. Hmm. So Byron Jones, who's never been to the Pro Bowl, is a few years younger than Darius Lay. I think Jones is 26, Lay is 30. Going on 30. Uh, Byron Jones is going to ask for, and his market will begin at, 16 to $17 million per season. The highest paid cornerbacks in the NFL make $15 million a year. Darius Slay makes twelve. The Lions and Slay are getting nowhere in contract talks, and it appears that Detroit is shopping Slay. Bob Quinn actually confirmed it. Who knows where that stands right here on March 11th. Bob Quinn, the Lions general manager, was in Oklahoma, at Oklahoma today for the Sooners Pro Day. So he is still traveling despite all these coronavirus scares. So I wrote to Charles, hey, Charles, what's the market for Darius Slay next, next, Darius Slay next spring then in your mind? Um, Charles writes, similar. It's a stronger cornerback market next offseason, depending on who makes it to free agency. Jones is the best of this bunch. Slay will need to have a strong 2020 to garner that same traction next year, but he's going to get paid a lot unless he implodes or gets hurt in 2020. That's from Charles. I wrote back and said, I think the Lions trade him, and he works out a new deal now with a new team. He's better than Jones, and if Jones wants 16, wow, good for these guys. And Charles writes back, Quote, age will be a slight factor, though. Cornerback starting a monster deal at 30 years and nine months old. Once the 2021 season starts, will not be as popular, will not be a popular reality. Whatever Slay lands will likely be structured as two years of guaranteed cash, maybe three. All right, so here's the thing. If we go into next week and somebody offers Byron Jones of the Cowboys, a, a never been a, a Pro Bowler, never been an All-Pro, good solid corner that the Cowboys are letting walk, by the way. We know how much money the Cowboys always seemingly have, especially to pay their bonuses. I know there's a salary cap. I know. I get it. But if Byron Jones is asking for 16, and let's say Byron Jones gets 16 next week, Darius Slay is going to go back to the Lions and say, pay me more. I'm better. Look at my numbers. I'm in your building. If he's asking for 16 or 17 now, because of where he sits and where he wants to stay. He wants an extension. The Lions can offer him an extension. The Lions have offered him an extension. The question is what the money is. See, everybody's all caught up in the age thing. Tom Brady's 43. He wants to make $30 million a year. Tony Romo's in the broadcast booth making 17. So... You know, yeah, the, the length of the deal will be will be shorter, but he's still going to want an AAV of more than Byron Jones, would be my guess. He's a better football player. When you talk about the best cornerbacks in the game, whether you're talking about Lattimore or Stephon Gilmore or Richard Sherman, Darius Slay's name is one of the next ones. When we talk about best cover guys in the game, are, are people talking about Byron Jones? No. Maybe, but not not in front of Darius Slay. So keep that in mind. If Byron Jones goes somewhere, who knows? Maybe the Lions, who need another cornerback, are going to sign Byron Jones to all that money. That'll piss Slay off, but who knows? Slay signed that contract four years ago. 
three years ago. He's got one more year left. He signed his four-year, $48 million deal before. No one put a gun to his head to do it. In the Lions' defense, it was a smart deal, a good deal. And now as you look and see that Josh Norman got $15 million a year from the Redskins, which is laughable, but that still sets the market. Keep that in mind when, when, when next week hits and somebody pays Byron Jones that money. He's not a former Patriot, so I don't know if the Lions are interested. They may settle on Chris Harris for less money. He's also older, but the Lions need a cornerback. But Jones is lucky. As Charles Robinson pointed out, it's a weak, weaker cornerback market for free agents this year. Um, yeah, let, let's 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 see how it goes next week. Another free agent for the Lions. You won't even believe the name I give you. Next on Locked On Lions. Props to the folks at prideofdetroit.com. They caught this way before I did today, and then I went to their site because I like their site. I like uh, Lions Wire as well. Um, and, of course, the beat writers do a great job. But Mike Garofolo interviewed Kyle Van Noy on the phone today, and Van Noy will be on uh, NFL Network tonight, apparently, um, as a guest in studio. Kyle Van Noy, former Lions second-round pick, is headed toward free agency. And as you know, the New England Patriots don't normally offer their own free agents a lot of money. They leave a lot, and then New England gets a bunch of compensatory picks. The Lions got rid of Kyle Van Noy back in 2016, one of Bob Quinn's first moves, shipping him to the Patriots for a seventh-round pick. Van Noy spent a lot of time on social media ripping the Lions. All right? But yet... Van Noy says, said during uh, uh, joint practices last year, Matty P is running a tight ship and it's good competition. Oh, boy. So Van Noy, who of course played for Matt Patricia, who was the former defensive coordinator in New England, now says he's open, open to returning to the Lions. Mike Garofolo on Twitter. Van Noy said, sure, when I asked if he'd be open to going back to Detroit, considering it's a new staff. Wasn't a long answer. He spoke about Patricia being one of the three former New England coaches who will likely show interest. Those, of course, also being Joe Judge, the coach of the New York football Giants. Here come the Judge! And, why am I drawing a blank on the other? Oh, Brian Flores in Miami. Kyle Van Noy who I never thought was good with the Lions, I thought was horrible, really, really, really stepped up his game in New England. He, he became a really good football player. And I can openly admit to you I was 100% wrong on him. 100%. So uh, Van Noy opened to a return to Detroit. I have a good relationship with every single one of those coaches. Van Noy said of the three former Patriot assistants, that are now head coaches, Patricia, Judge, Flores. They know what I bring to the table. I believe they'll be at the table. It's just a matter of when it comes time to hand out the money, I guess. We'll see. End quote. So Bob Quinn shipped him out. Now <laughs> he could come back. Hey, look, I'll believe it when I see it. He's a former Patriot, so yes, there would be a fit there. But what happened to cornerstone of the team being the linebacking core? If this means the Lions are going to cut Christian Jones... 
or they could release Devon Kennard and sign Van Noy. And Van Noy would be sort of a hybrid pass rusher, linebacker, do-it-all guy. Van Noy compared himself to Tyran Matthew uh, today in his talk with Mike Garofalo. Could you imagine, though? Talk about egg on your face a little bit. Look, the Lions have to build a good team for 2020. So if Kyle Van Noy is better than the guys they have, which he is, I'm all for it. It's fine. I just think it's funny. They shipped this guy out of town the minute Quinn got there for a seventh-round pick. And then the Patriots developed him into a really good football player. The Lions might hope Matt Patricia had something to do with that and bring him to Detroit and he continues to play well. We'll see. But he's coming off his highest-graded season ever per pro, pro, uh, pro football focus. But if I'm Kyle Van Noy, you really coming back here? No, he's played for Patricia, and if they show him the money, anything is possible. I just find it very, very, very ironic. That'll do it for today's version of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. That wraps up today's show. Tell your smart device now to play the most recent episode of Locked On Lions. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.